Well, Joe, this is our uh, second episode of the uh, quarantine era, circa 2020. Um, and I don't think we have a, uh, much like Saturday Night Live, had a, a different cold open this week. Uh, we have a little bit different cold open. So um, I know you actually had to go into school today. So tell us what your teacher life has been like. Yeah, like you said, we normally uh, lead with a story or an anecdote, something that we've been doing together. But since we're never together anymore, yeah, we decided just to kind of update everyone what we've been doing. But yeah, I had to run into school today. So we talked about this last episode with my students where some of them can do online, but otherwise they have to come pick up their packets. And so today was packet pickup day and I had to do my hour shift and I was dreading it, wasn't excited. But I'm like, this stinks, I have to go into school. Like, just was not looking forward to it at all. And then once I got there and was interacting with some of the teachers and seeing people that I hadn't seen, some of them in a month, and then getting to see some of my students as they picked up their packets. And I got home and Lindsay was like, she's like, I'm just going crazy. Like, I'm tired of being inside. And I go, I was dreading going to school. And I go, I really enjoyed it. It was just good to be around other people. It was weird. Everyone had gloves on and masks. And uh, one of the teachers at school, she had made a bunch of masks at home. She does a lot of, she made my blanket. I think I've shown you all my t-shirt blanket. So she took a lot of extra fabric that she had around the house and made masks for everyone passing out the packets. But it's really surreal, all these people coming to pick up their work and everyone wearing masks and gloves and just a, an odd time to be alive. So I was gonna ask, so like you had a mask and gloves on as you were handing this stuff out? Uh, they actually ran out of gloves for me, Yeah. so I actually did not have gloves. I wasn't actually interacting with the cars, so the okay. way we have, we have a holding room in our uh, library, and so what we do is they call in the kid, you pull out their packet, you give it to a runner, and then that Got person it. takes it outside. So I, I went out for a couple of them, and I just put on my mask and just waved at the kid. Like, I didn't give them anything, hand them anything, but there's a couple of my special friends that they came through and I wanted to make sure that I touched base and saw them and kids that really need that structure that really miss being at school because of the support that it provides for their everyday life. Gotcha. Connor, so, I know you've been, oh, are you still working? For, oh, were you done? I'm sorry. No, 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 I was going to throw it. I was going to throw it to one of you all to see what's going on. So yeah, let's go to Connor. I've uh, just been working from home. still. um, last couple of days uh, yeah I've just been working hard at working you know kind of dealing with since you know I deal with car dealerships you know most of them are kind of all closing down so we're taking in some some uh, suspends right now so we're not trying to like fully cancel them and then you know we want to retain them and keep them so basically we're just putting people on suspends right now until this whole thing kind of kind of peels over so they're taking a lot of phone calls for that though but it's been going pretty good nice are you still working at your parents or do you are you have you moved home uh, no, I'm uh, still sleeping at my apartment, but I'm working over at my parents uh, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Gotta get that stable internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm getting free free food, free dinner, so I'm not gonna turn that down. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we we were meeting up last Friday for, and we'll talk about some of this uh, virtual power hour. And Connor's like, "Yeah, I'll join after I eat dinner at home." <laughs> Mom cooks some dinner every day. <laughs> Mom, get, get some little... fish, dude. Good Friday. <laughs> Right? I wish I, my mom was cooking me dinner. You get to move to real meat yeah. this week, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. 
No more tuna for me. <laughs> Kyle, you have some news, right? Yeah, uh, speaking of meat and stuff like that and fish, um, I actually have uh, started working at Kroger. So I'm now an essential employee. Um, and, you know, it's, it is, like Joe was saying with schools, it's surreal. You know, like I've obviously been going to the grocery um, as a customer um, during this um, COVID situation. And, you know, and seeing certain shelves being out and you know, things like that. But, uh, you know, working there is totally different. It's it's a position that you usually don't think of. You know, like when you're going to the store, you don't think of the people who are working there. But, you know, when you're loading cars up with groceries, um, cause that's the department I've been working in is Click List, so which is uh, curbside pickup. People are just so appreciative. Um, they constantly want to tip you, um, although we're not accepted. And they, and they beg you to take their money. And they just thank you for your service. Like, I, I hate to compare it to this, but I really feel like the attention we get is, like, to that of a war hero. Like, that's how much gratitude whoa, they show. Whoa, whoa. No. And, like, and like, again, I don't feel like that, but that's just, like, the, the – Gratitude. Um, the, yeah, the gratitude, the, the appreciation, the support that they give you. They're like, thank you so much for your service. Like, that was a combination. I was, thank you so much for your service and your dedication. Well, and I was like, kindness I'm, is contagious. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm putting groceries <laughs> in your That's car. Right. You know, like, I, it's, it's this thing where like, I still don't understand, like, the magnitude of, like, what people think we're doing for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of interesting, too, because – like I said, I've just started this. Um, we are serving currently six cars per hour. Um, we are a smaller store as far as pickup is concerned. Some are doing 16 an hour, um, but we are trying to eventually get up to 12. So we'll move up to eight, then 10, then 12. But there's also rumors that in the summer, um, if this pandemic um, keeps going the same rate or increases, they may close down um, the stores and go to pickup only. Um, wow. Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's already piloted it, and they are doing 30 pickups per hour, store close to the customers. Um, as expected, it's not going well. Um, so they're trying to fix that and um, make it work uh, more efficiently. But again, that is something that, um, that could happen down the line. And again, what it's just. You, what do you see coming? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. I know. But no, it's just interesting because, yeah, like, I mean, you can't with anything, whether it be industry or whether it be um, leisure, like, we don't know where this thing is going. We don't know how long things are going to take to get back to normal if it will ever be the same normal we remember. Um, yep. So, again, I'm, great, I'm grateful I found employment during this time that, you know, that uh, first of all, because it gives me additional income, second of all, because I'd be sitting at home alone, you know, like I don't have a family or anything like that. I can't go anywhere to meet up with friends. So it keeps me busy and active. Um, like I said, so it's a terrible situation overall, but I'm glad that I was given an opportunity through it. So um, I did, I've done quick list. Like when it first opened, I did it a handful of times. I know friend of podcast lane has been doing it on the Richmond road location even longer than that. But um, Right now, there's like a week wait, right? Correct, yes. Uh, there's a week wait. Um, most customers remember they have it coming. We have a few that don't remember. Um, yeah. We want to try to add groceries because, again, they've cleansed. And they're like, oh, I also need this. 
and then it's too late to modify orders because usually you can modify orders, but since it is so backed up, they're suspending the modification of orders. Um, so like I said, it's just it's just crazy that people are calling going, can I get this extra item or and things like that. And also too, we're out of lock things. And so yeah. we have pickers who get the orders and then they go down and they're supposed to get the items. And if we're out of an item, they're supposed to find a replacement for it. Um, some things there are good replacements for and other things there aren't. So then we have to go through the, with the people and say, all right, we didn't have Kenanelli beans. Uh, we gave you garbanzo. And they have to determine if that's something they want or not. And some people are very nice about it. And like, okay, I'll take that. And then other ones are like, no, I don't want that. And uh, decisions. Yeah. And like I said, some are very rude about it and stuff. Some are very nice. Um, like I said, it's, it's a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of going on right there. And uh, So what yeah. about, is Instacart totally separate or do you pick for them and they just bring it to your house? No, Instacart is totally different. Um, and it's funny because if we're on the floor trying to find something for our own orders, they'll ask us questions. They'll be like, I don't know if I'm supposed to replace this or not. Like, what am I supposed to do? We're like, we, we don't know. We don't use Instacart. We don't know your procedures and policies. And wow. um, yeah, it's no, yeah, it's, we're really so you're not, not allies with Instacart? No, we are actually not supposed to interact with much of them if they have questions about how we run in our business. Um, so since they're like the access. Yeah, since they're yeah, since they're a competitor, we are not supposed I'm to give them any jokes. I will reference war, so I'm saying access and ally. Like, come on, yeah. guys. We're all asleep. Whole... I guess we're off our we're off our game. Well, before the um, our last like formal get together was the. Uh, uh st patrick's day brunch and i couldn't get quick list, and this was before we were on lockdown i couldn't get quick list and so but instacart could come that day so i tried it out and it was free for like your first time you like um it? and they did like i needed three like a red pepper a yellow pepper and orange pepper and they brought me these little tiny ones that i couldn't <laughs> use so, but other than that it was good yeah. So Jamie, you've had a pretty busy week. Yeah. So just still working from home and, uh, you know, I know some friends who, uh, have had some job issues this week and some other friends who have taken pay cuts. So, you know, just talking to those people and, uh, dealing with that, it's, it's not been a fun thing. Uh, so, but fortunate that I'm still get to do what I get to do and, uh, keep moving along. You know, it's, it's wild. I've talked to a couple of different people because obviously a lot of the people I work with, their spouses or significant others, they're not teachers or educators. And so just hearing about all these different jobs and professions that are either being like you're mentioning, like furloughed or laid off or people that never dreamed of having to get unemployment are applying for it. And it's just, it's yeah, just a crazy speaking, wild yeah. time. Yeah. Speaking of furloughs, this is, this is one thing that um did happen to me this week so i my primary care provider is a pa a physician's assistant a pa at the lexington clinic and i was supposed to have like a checkup it was supposed to be today in fact um and i had gotten what well, was supposed to be a month ago and i called and said like am i supposed to come and they're like no you're not really supposed to come unless you're like have a state mandated recheck or whatever, so let's just schedule it out for a month. So we did that, but then I got a message that it was had been canceled, but I didn't really like call and reschedule it. 
So they called on Monday and said, all of our PAs have been furloughed. But wow. um, Dr. Dixon, who's the main doctor they work for, is doing telemedicine. So do you want to uh, meet with him? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And they're like, well, he can do it this afternoon. Um, so a nurse called and did the normal things that the nurse does when you first get to the doctor's office, uh, but they can't take your vitals. But I was able to provide my temperature and my uh, heartbeat from my new oximeter that has arrived. I thought it was here, but it's not here anymore. Um, so I was proud of that. Hashtag healthy at home. Yeah. I was not able to take my blood pressure. <laughs> I don't have a cuff. Um, <laughs> And so then like I got a text from the doctor and you kind of, it's just kind of like this, you have your phone on and your camera on and he appears and uh, it was kind of neat. I've, I, we have a program through work called Teladoc that you mm -hmm. can go to like for minor things like sinus infections or pink eye or, or whatever. So I was familiar with it, but uh, I don't think a lot of people have ever used that. And yeah. uh, that may change medicine too, because like what, like, why do we need to like you need to get your physical and if you have like a bad cut or something right to go to the doctor but should we really be going into that building with all those sick people right where they yeah. have them just like you sit on this side on that side like you're in the same yeah. room but they're like acting like they're yeah. separated no I, i'm with you um you have to deal yeah. with it all the time with pediatricians because like they have you have stuff that comes up with kids and you have to go in right but you yeah. always have and, to and wait you know, we have our checkpoint so it was once a month and it goes to six and nine, 12. And then, yeah. yeah, so we're, we're there all the time. And then kids get sick so often. So we're there a lot, but we have the option too now, the telemedicine and you can, or it's called something else, but where you can talk to physicians and get yeah. feedback and anyway, but um, yeah, I'm glad we're, we're back together. Glad we're all surviving, uh, thriving as best as we can. I know we've been trying to get this together for a couple of weeks, but it's, tough in quarantine but uh anyway all right what are you sipping on tonight uh so i'm not sipping on beer this evening uh oh i know hmm. so and i'll talk about this here in a little bit but uh i'm sipping on an lit oh boy so, uh, oh said so we'll talk about this in a little bit but uh two keys has been running some great specials on things and it's something that i picked up from them and so I mixed up one of those for the pod tonight, and it's pretty delicious, and I'm really enjoying it. So, JB, All right. let's get to it. Let's get to it. Home sure sounds good today. Well, I want to go home. So, Joe, so you've got this LIT kit. That's not the same LIT kit you got last week. You, I, I assume you got a new oh. one tonight. No. I didn't need to. You're still using it? Yep. Is the stuff still good? Nice. No. Well, so what it is, I got new sweet and sour and new Coke. Oh, okay. But you provided but, that yourself. Yeah, but the LIT liquor, I still have that from last, last week. Gotcha. Because so, you did walk out with like a little carrier. Of... Yeah. Well, I didn't like how they did it. They did them like in star or, um, plastic cups with lids. Yeah. And so I just went and bought my own sweet and sour and then cokes at kroger okay yeah but anyway sounds good 
All right, so uh, we start each episode with our across the board with our win plays and shows. So, what do you have? Uh, what do you have for your wins this week, Joe? Um, I actually have a, quite a few. I was trying to hit a couple things with it being such tough times. I was trying to hit some real positive or happy things. So the first was, I know you all have seen it. Uh, Bo is now a local Lexington, actually a state yeah. celebrity. A couple weeks ago, uh, Governor Brashear, when he does his daily press conference, he puts up social media. And a couple weeks ago, we had a picture of Bo in the yard with his Kentucky state uh, emblem on his sweatshirt. And I tweeted the governor and healthy at home and all that. And he had a little FaceTime and a lot of people saw it. we were getting numerous text messages from people and likes on Facebook. And so Bo makes his uh, debut, uh, television debut. And uh, it really was a cute picture of him. He was kind of yeah. like playing in the yard, looking down. It was a gorgeous day. And Lindsay's like, you need to do this. I don't have Twitter. And I was like, all right. So we did it. And it was the first time that we had done it. We had never submitted one or like been trying to get on it. And uh, yeah, so it was posted. I guess it was probably two weeks ago now, but it's pretty pretty cute. I know you saw it live. I did. I did. Uh, my win is kind of plays off that, but um, for those of you not in Kentucky, um, our governor for the last probably six weeks has been giving daily press conferences seven days a week at five o'clock. Um, I think people are probably not tuning in as much as they were initially, uh, but it's still... Uh, viewing. Um, and, but one of the things we do is if there is a death that day, uh, you're supposed to, uh, a lot of people have changed their light bulbs on the outside of their house to green, and that's the color for compassion and redemption. And so if there is a death, which most days there usually is, um, you turn your green lights on. So um, I was kind of having a hard time figuring out where people got green lights. But then I saw on the Chevy Chase Hardware Facebook page that they had green lights. And the one day I went to get them, they were out, but they had them the next day. So um, I got them for my house. And then I think you got yours there the next day. Right, Joe? Yeah, you had told us that, that yeah. you had gotten them there. And Lindsay and I were out running around somewhere. And I said, let's stop. Let's just see. And she ran in and got two. And we took us a couple of days. We got them changed out. We have them on right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we've had them for a little less than a week, but yeah, we turn them on most nights too. I also ordered some from Amazon, which they said weren't going to come for a long time, but they came. So if any listeners or viewers are in need of some green light bulbs, I have some complimentary of the Let's Get To It podcast oh. uh, for your house and home if you're interested in them. Give you can also close them at Kroger, just putting it out there. Yes. You can close them at Kroger? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we did run out the other day, so um, one of our people did not know what the green was for and tried to give somebody a red one um, as a substitute, but then somebody else explained what it was for, and they're like, that will not be a substitute. So um, yeah. now, yeah, now we have them replenished, and there are green ones. There's not very many. It's very limited. I was um, say, I'd never, I'd never seen colored light bulbs until this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think they had them either, but I happened to be in that line of Kroger the other day to see if they had them, and I saw the tag that they're normally are green. Um, okay. So when this is over, They'll be uh, available. I'm going to get a red one, and I'm going to look like a boat on the front of my house with the green light on on the <laughs> left side and the red light on the red on the red I like side, it. right side. Yeah, you're at sea. 
another one I had, JB, and this one includes you. Uh, you and I have gotten a little hot at trivia online. So for those of you who don't know, I, I know we've talked about it, and most of our viewers, a lot of them have done trivia around town with JB or myself, um, hosted by local trivia action. Uh, Don is a local celebrity. He's been doing trivia for probably 15 or 20 years around Lexington, and it's gotten fairly big. There's eight to 10 shows most nights um, at different places in Lexington, but because you can't go anywhere right now, he's been posting 20 questions at one and at eight, and you're encouraged to try to answer them without using resources, but you are allowed to use resources, and JB and I have been playing, we've gotten a little slack the last couple of days, but for the most part, we were playing two times a day. Both games a day, yeah. And um, all of those who get all 20 correct get put into a drawing, and they they pull out your name, you win uh, gift cards for places around town, and uh, we've won three times together, JB and I. We've gotten, uh, we were, Good Foods Co-op was our first one, and then we both won a, a seller gift card and JB, share about the one we did. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. It was either yesterday or Tuesday. It was a two o'clock one. It was a two o'clock one because I was on a call. And so I went through and answered the ones that I thought were right. That's right. Sent them to you. And then we talked. And then we um, uh, then filled out the rest. I submitted it. I made a mistake on one of them. He said, is this a missed? And like, he never replied like to my message before. He's like, did you mistype this one? And I was like, oh yeah, I did. And I, I honestly did. Um, and so then later in the day, uh, we'd gotten the trophy before for being, having all the answers right. But then I got a message saying, you're the only one today that got all the questions right. High five. Yeah. And then, um, they do these videos that they where they draw the winner, and sometimes it's Don the owner, and sometimes it's his kids. It's kind of cute, but the, <laughs> they put on kind of a little production that there was only one winner, and so that was pretty neat. Yeah, so we got a couple of seller gift cards that we're gonna have to use together, but so that's been fun to do. Like I said, we've gotten pretty good. We're usually getting about I'd try to say 15 we know or are pretty certain and then about five we have to look up on average kind of depends but it's been something to do and been fun for jb and i to get to see each other and chat throughout the day um but uh jb i got some a couple other wins if that's cool. go ahead please yeah okay uh so let's talk a little money boys so yesterday morning i woke up and i get paid on the 15th and then the last day of the month so if it's 30th 31st whatever and so yesterday, I woke up and Lindsay and I both got paid. We got, yeah, you got our, stimulated, I bet. We got our federal tax return. We oh. got our Kentucky tax return, and we got stimulated. So wow. we, we hit the jackpot yesterday. <laughs> and it was the most money we'd seen in a while. Um, but so that was a, a little bit of a jackpot day for us, and so we were able to. It's crazy they all came on the same day. Yeah, like well. I knew that um, our tax return was scheduled for that. They had been saying yeah. that it had been processed and accepted and that it was going to probably be by the 15th. Um, if it wasn't there by the 20th, let them know. We had heard that some people were going to be getting it the 15th, so, but we weren't sure. And so, yeah, they all hit at once. 
Um, and so Lindsay got AirPods that day. I surprised her and got her some AirPods. Gotcha. Uh, so, so she was happy about that because uh, teaching at home, uh, we obviously have to be able to talk. Like I use my Beats by Dre, but Lindsay's been using the cord for the just the in-ear ones, the Apple. And the cord's a little short for her. So she has to move the screen closer to her. So with the uh, AirPods, she doesn't have to do that. Uh, so, but one more win I have with money is gas has been pleasantly. Oh, yeah, uh, that's been a real savings for us. One, we haven't been driving as much, and two, when we do, the prices are ridiculous. I sent a picture to you all. I guess it was two weeks ago. We had we've also been going to Kroger so much that we built up a lot of uh 10 cents off and we went and i had a 90 cents off and i ended up paying 51 cents a gallon and i filled up for seven dollars and 21 cents look at the pictures um yeah. and then even just yesterday or two days ago i was at costco picking up some things and so i got gas there i think it was a dollar 27 and i ended up paying 22 dollars to fill up my tank which is usually Fifty to sixty dollars, so that's been a nice uh, little treat for us. But yeah, yeah I went to uh, well, producer Phil and I talked about that after you got sent that picture, and we determined that you had to have spent nearly a thousand dollars worth of groceries, uh, which seems like well, a lot. Well, I will say this: we rarely get our gas at Kroger because we have Costco, so we normally don't do it. And Lindsay. When she fills up way less than I do, because I have to obviously drive farther. And then when we're yeah. together, we take my car. She usually just fills up somewhere close the shell, but which you can use your Kroger, but she doesn't put in the numbers. Gotcha. So she she doesn't use it. And then I always so you've just been accumulating for a while. Yeah. So it's been a, that's a couple months worth. Yeah. I know. I got since we are home, I am buying more groceries. Yep. So I filled up, and I got thirty cents off. Nice. Which I was delighted about. And I too filled up for like $16. Well, no, it was more than that. Not much more probably. Yeah. It was 17, it was $18 to fill it up. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like, obviously grocery shopping more and being at home more, like I'll tell you what, I've never used so many garbage bags in my life. Like we are taking out the trash like once a day these days between Lindsay, Bo, and I, and then whether we're cleaning or doing school stuff or whatever it is, like our we are just dominating trash bags. Well, yeah, and you have to be careful because um, they're not collecting recyclables for right. three weeks or so. And so, so you, you've been in my house. We have the same two garbage cans, but one's regular trash, is one recycling. So we still were doing the recycling just because we're in the habit, but then we're throwing it in the regular trash because yeah we can't we can't just have it sitting there, which stinks because we do put the effort in but literally but honestly, but honestly yeah but <laughs> honestly, we did a field trip my class did it last spring um, to the recycling center and honestly they don't recycle a lot of what we submit which really is sad to, yeah. So the way it's divided up, like they obviously are sorting it. And what the problem is the majority of people don't know what to put in it. And yeah. So, it, I mean, they get garden hoses, they get 
like little tykes stuff they get and then it's wild we were there yeah, but like it. your soup cans and your plastics with the right with the triangle Cardboard. at the bottom but it's there ends up being a lot more trash than you would think from i'm not saying don't recycle because they do get stuff but part of the problem is too what they the recycling centers do is they actually end up selling it to places yeah. like per pallet and so then they make money that way and some of them are it's the price that they're getting for the pallet isn't worth them recycling it so that's the paper the problem right now yeah it's paper um there was another one that they weren't doing and so when they get that it just goes to landfill yeah so anyway oh man that was supposed to be a happy section and we didn't yeah know that. <laughs> jeez what the heck <laughs> uh, you got any more wins or Connor or Kyle? Any wins? Nope. You guys aren't winners, huh? No, not much. I mean, the, I oh, guess it's uh, stuff like pretty good. average. Well, Connor's right, winning those three meals at parents. <laughs> what, JB? Yeah, let's, sure. Let's Can't move on down to, to places. Right, let's do it. I'll kick it off. Um, we haven't been able to go to many places. So, I have. Uh, it's like virtual everything is my place. Um, I'll, we'll talk about this more in our segment, but um, there there are studies or documentation of people that they're uh, you know talking more to people that they haven't talked to in a long time uh, because everyone's home. It gives them excuse. Like Zoom has has um, you know just really exploded, and so. Mm -hmm. People are having cocktail parties or, you know, trivias or all kinds of things that we're going to talk about later. So um, everywhere we go now is virtual. It's weird. Yeah. But it's almost, I, I feel like I've almost gotten to the point. I'm not quite there, but I'm getting to the point where I'm almost like acclimated to this. We're like, I mean, I'm on this talking to people like this almost every night in terms of friends like it was school only really to begin with but now like you were saying jb things we're going to talk about later but like doing like just hanging out drinking beer doing trivia and just talking with your friends just because it's something to do and it's become almost a nightly or daily thing for myself and it's i don't want to say i like it comparative like to be able to hang out with people but I would much rather be able to do this than not, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, if this pandemic were to happen, like, five, ten years ago? Right. Like, you know, we don't have this technology and stuff to do these group video chats. Like, what would we have done? Spanish flu. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you know what? I, um, I complained about this on the our sister podcast, Lit with Larry, but. <laughs> But I have I have more going on now on these nightly Zoom calls than I do if we could meet in person, right? Like we this is our second thing we've done tonight on Thursday. On um, Sunday night and Tuesday night, we have trivia, and then Wednesday uh, we did a we did the thing a beer tasting thing last night. So. Um, now it's almost just as busy. What's even busier doing it virtually? Joe, did you hear all that? I think we lost you for a minute. No, uh, yeah, you guys froze for a second. I don't know what happened there, so I apologize. Yeah. 
but I was just saying that like I'm busier on Zoom at nights than I would be if we were in real life. No, I absolutely agree. I think it's probably because, and you might have said this. Sorry that I missed out. Like, but during the day you don't get to talk like to anyone, or you don't get to see anyone. And so at night when you're finished working or you have that moment, you want to see your friends and talk to your friends and, and reach out. Cause a lot of times after school, like we'll do happy hour or mm -hmm. we'll meet up for Thursday night live. And so now people end their work, they kind of have dinner and then they find an activity to do. But, yeah. Like, so like you're watching Sopranos and people are watching all this stuff. It's like, I don't know like how you're all having time to do this. Cause I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm very lucky to be able to do it, but like I'm like doing like these things all start at eight or eight thirty, right? And then it's like uh, uh, you know, time to wrap up for the night. Yeah. No, and um, I mean, I don't. I, I and actually, I'll talk about this when we get to shows a little bit. I'm, I'm not watching as much TV as honestly I did before, which is weird because I'm home more. Yeah. But I'm actually watching, like you said, less TV because I'm working or with Bo during the day. And then at night, yeah, we've got, I mean, I'm to the point where I got something almost every night of the week that we're doing or meeting up or chatting or, but, and that, again, that's like you said, it's not a complaint. It's just kind of become our somewhat reality. All right. What's um, your place? Yeah, my place is still, I did this last time. Uh, Lindsay and I have been big supporters or tried to been um, of places around town. We've definitely curtailed our eating out or taking takeout just because, yeah. Um, it gets a little expensive, but we've tried to support a bunch of local places. We never do more than once a day. So like if we did, if we end up doing lunch, we won't do dinner or if we get like breakfast, we won't do anything else that day. Um, but so some places we've been doing, we actually, we got to Southland Vega, which I know we had mentioned before. It is fantastic. So if you get the chance to go to, and Lindsay and I can walk there. So we take both for a walk and we've done lunch there twice and they do burgers and they have an amazing chicken salad. Um, so I love salsa and bagel. I was finally able to get to a local taco. We did that one night, but unfortunately they were not doing the margaritas the night right. anyway. Two keys, which we mentioned at the top, um, been going there a lot to get beer or drink kits. <sighs> They've had some amazing specials. So the one out with the LIT kit was only $10 and 25 cents. I've been doing that. Um, that's been fun. The Charlie Browns. Like, which would be like two LITs, like, right? Oh yeah. If you, if you bought it at yeah. there, it would be yeah, two drinks. And I've had this kit for a week and a half and I just am now about halfway through it. Um, so it's awesome. Uh, we did Charlie Brown's over the weekend, did Bourbon in Toulouse a couple weeks back. Uh, we had been doing a lot of uh, rolling oven, but we switched up and did some mellow mushroom last week. I've uh, gotten Ramsey's uh, for lunch uh, once or twice. And then another one we did more toward the beginning, we did Mousetrap. And when the Arboretum yep. was open, we went and picked up Mousetrap, took Bo to the Arboretum, and did a little picnic. Man, Lindsay and I said this. Like, Here's what I don't get. Places like the mousetrap that make, so we get pretty much the same thing. We just get it on a ciabatta bread, but it's just a turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, sandwich, like anything, like I can make it at home and it's a thousand times better from mousetrap than what I make at home. Like yeah, I, just, I, I don't get, I don't get I it. I say that to my mom all the time. When someone else makes your sandwich, if they have the right ingredients, it always tastes better. Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't. And even like if I buy boar's head or get like good bacon, like it just it's still not the same. Yeah. But 
So we've been doing that. And then one other thing I wanted to mention, like you said, Jamie, we can't really go anywhere. So I was kind of surprised by this. I know we've talked about it before, but the Ethereal Public House, they're not open yet. So that corner of, what is it, Limestone and High or? Limestone and and Vine. Vine, not High, yeah, because they run parallel. Anyway, uh, they did not open, but the Bazaar Eatery inside there, which was what Mexican player, wasn't it? Gringos. Gringos. Yeah. Um, So they opened. Uh, this past week, which I thought was, I guess it was already planned. I guess if you can do takeout, do it. Like, but they opened, uh, the menu was released a couple days ago, and they're starting to do takeout. I haven't made it there yet. I was looking at the menu. Some things looked pretty good, sounded pretty good, but the price point was a little high. They had a bunch of like quesadilla or quesadilla sandwiches and burgers and things, but like it was like $13, which I mean, I guess in the grand scheme, it isn't that expensive, but when I can go get a sandwich for six to eight bucks or a meal, 13 just seems a little aggressive, especially which I would liken their rivals to maybe like an Oscar Diggs, which I don't believe Oscar Diggs is that expensive. I think they're closer to 10 or 11 bucks. So I think the price point might be a little high, especially coming out at this time. I think that could be that could be a deterrent. Yeah, I I mean, the same thing as Oscar Diggs. They're going from a food truck to a bricks and mortar restaurant. So they probably like needed to get open. Yeah. They're probably just like doing anything they can do to produce some income. Yeah, and I get, and I get that. I just, I feel like I'm sure a lot of what they were hoping for their clientele is obviously going to be people that were going to Ethereal, drinking, getting hungry, et cetera. But I almost feel like, especially if you're going to open when you don't have that luxury, that you almost want to kind of low, maybe start lower in your price point, build a build a base, a clientele, get word of mouth, and then maybe kick it up. But yeah, especially since like a one dollar taco restaurant opened up two blocks right. away. I guess that's my point. And especially being downtown, where the foot traffic isn't as much as it's been. Like, I don't know. I I, I I'm not going to go and say it's going to be a uh, painted taco but uh, <laughs> easy easy so, um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little apprehensive uh about the success of at least the bizarre eatery and i and i wouldn't liken it to i don't think the pandemic helps but i don't think that would be the reason necessarily solely uh, i think their food truck has a good following so uh i think they're going to be okay but we need to probably get open and yeah. And uh, act somewhat back to normal for them too. How many times have you had them? Uh, you know what? It's all it's it is the new thing that's outside Tin Roof on most Saturday nights. So I'm familiar with the with the people that work there and and their product, but I've never eaten it. I, it's like you know, like uh, Mexican food's not my like. I'll I Late eat night. it, I enjoy it, but I, it's not my main cup of tea and especially at gotcha. three o'clock in the morning it's not necessarily what i'm craving yeah connor you had it uh outside tin roof yes i have yeah. a few times so you can't really you don't really can't tell us if it was good or not it was probably amazing um i, I mean it, it it filled well in my belly so <laughs> you never had you know it what? kyle have you had it no i've not had it kyle have you ever heard of it 
No, I've not heard of it. <laughs> I know. I do like Mexican food, though, so I will check it out uh, eventually if they're still around by the time all this ends. So. Okay. I forget what night it used to be, but Red State Barbecue's food truck used to be outside of Chain Roof once a week. Um, and, like, I don't think anything can compare to that. If you get a little brisket sandwich or pork oh, pork with oh, some mac and cheese. Love Red State. It's so good. Yeah, and you get that right before you got in the Uber, got home, eat it. Mm. <laughs> I, once made, I once made the mistake of telling a Tinroof employee that that was my favorite thing of that night of the week, and they got mad at me because <laughs> you weren't even there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my other places, I happened to be around, uh, producer Phil and I happened to be around Kroger Field uh, within the last week. And uh, so we kind of peeked in Nutter Fieldhouse and saw – Oh, them yeah, in the initial stages of building the field hospital there, which I hope we don't need, uh, but it will be there regardless. When's it supposed uh, to open? Probably, I, it, I don't know. Not like anywhere near capacity right now. Like they're laying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's there for backup if we need it. Yeah, I, I just was thinking, because I think they said it took about, what, three weeks to do it? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's probably been about a week and a half, or maybe two. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Any more places? Uh, no more places for me. Cool. Um, shows, you already mentioned this, so I am going back and watching The Sopranos. Um, I do have a login, but it's also part of the free, uh, I think HBO did about yep. 15 shows that you can watch for free. So I'd mm -hmm. seen about half of the first season before a couple of years ago I started. I enjoyed it, but it, it's heavy. So like you have to be invested when you watch it. Like you can't watch it um, half-heartedly or haphazardly. So um, KSR, I know we all listen to it or at least get snippets and they're doing it. So like that kind of triggered it, but Lindsay's been into it. So we try to watch an episode every couple of days. And I think we were on maybe eight in the first season, and we both really like it. Our only qualm is, is it's a lot of characters. They introduce a lot of people really quick. Um, and so for like Lindsay keeping up with them, and um, like I said, if you look at your phone or you stop watching for a minute, you, you might miss part of the storyline or an introduction of a character or something that's happening. But I don't, I've never, any HBO show that I've watched I've enjoyed so I, some of the ones I've watched like I love The Wires, fantastic. Um, Eastbound and Down is great. Entourage, Band of Brothers. So a lot of the stuff they've always put on is is great and it, it holds up pretty well. Sopranos because it's 22 years old, and so wow. or the at least the beginning started in like 98, 99, and I mean it, you can tell that it's a little day like that it's 90s, but it holds up pretty well. Uh, mafia gangster but so we've we've really enjoyed watching sopranos anyone here watched it or seen it no i've i've it's on my list of things i got but i've not gotten around to it connor you never did uh i think i watched like an episode or two but i've got other shows that i'm going to mention later on got it so it's on the cool. back burner feels and jb yeah. you've never seen it right I haven't. I, I like. I'm not opposed to it, but I. It just seems so daunting to. And it, it's like I said, it's an undertaking. Like it's, 
but I don't mean that in a bad way. Like it's, but you have to be focused. You have to like be paying attention and it's heavy. Like you can't do, it's not as heavy as like um, Game of Thrones, but it's, it's comparable in that. I mean, you like it, you're like, whew, you're, you're almost exhausted after watching an episode or two. Yeah. And I should say, I'm trying to, I think I've mentioned the last episode that all I was watching was news and that's like not healthy for you. So I've like trying to be reading more. And so that's yeah. probably why I haven't tempted myself to get into a, um, any new series. Gotcha. Okay. Any more shows for you, Joe? I think you're freezing again for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what I'm freezing again. Is it? You're good. This is the brand new you computer. Now. I don't know what the deal is. Any more shows for you, though? Um, yeah, I do have a couple more shows. Uh, just real quick. Um, I know probably no one else here is, but I'm a huge and have been since the beginning Survivor fan. And on Hulu, they have every season ever. And so a couple weeks ago when we began this, um, I went back and watched some of the ones that I had never seen. And so it, that's my show that I put on in the background that I don't really fully pay attention. Like if I'm doing a crossword puzzle, like, cause I remember most of the people cause they got to a point where survivor was doing a lot of um, like the, the same people came back numerous seasons. So like I'm yeah. familiar with a lot of them, but it's really interesting to me how the game has evolved. Like a lot of the stuff that they've added, which I know this probably means nothing to most of you or any of our viewers, but I always liked it because of the social interaction. I always like think about how I would do it or how I would play it. But um, the old seasons are funny and just seeing the thing that they've um, added on. And then one other thing I've kind of enjoyed doing, and you all probably maybe not as much, but um, I've been watching a lot of old sporting events. So like the other night I was watching the 88 World Series and um, a lot of the UK old basketball games. Like I went back and watched the 95 SEC championship against Arkansas and I watched the 98 national championship and been watching a lot of those, like not, not in entirety, but maybe the last 10 minutes or something. So that's been fun to do. And then a couple of the other games that they have been throwing, I watched the masters from last year when they had that on, on Sunday. So it's been fun to see without sports to watch uh, some of um, these old games or things that I know about and seen, but never, really watched or don't remember cool yeah thanks yeah i know you're watching the other night when we were um having our beer tasting or uh what was you were watching an old world series uh when we were doing trivia oh yeah watching the 88 world series but all well, right oh go ahead no i was just gonna wrap it up unless you had more no, I was just gonna say what's good about them too is like a baseball game is typically a three to four hour investment. Yeah. But with watching these old games, they can do it in two hours, which makes it a lot more enjoyable as well. So hopefully we uh, maybe this will be the opportunity to um take some opportunities to shorten baseball games if we can. I think they should. Yeah. So all right. Well let's uh Take a little break here, and then we'll come right back for our new circle. Perfect.
Welcome back. And we're going to move into our new circle segment, um, which is inside and outside new circle. So um, I don't, I don't think any of these are really inside or outside focused, but we have two different little segments we're going to do here. So Joe, uh, I'll kick it off. I'll kick it back to you to describe. We're going to do a six pack of quarantine activities, right? Yeah. So actually, this does kind of go along with being inside new circle because we're all stuck inside, literally our houses, which are there all inside go. new mm-hmm. circle. But um, we also like you all have been familiar with. We've been doing this a couple episodes now. Six packs of things where we do a draft and. And once someone chooses one, no one else can choose it, and we snake it, et cetera. So these are activities that either you've been doing during this quarantine or that you would want to do or you want to start doing or you're interested in doing. So we'll do a snake draft, and we'll get our six-pack. And So these are the six things that you would be able to do during the quarantine. Um, if, so if you don't draft it, you wouldn't get to do it. So uh, I don't care what order we go in. Anyone want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, so JB, who wants to go second? All right, I'll go, I'll go second. second. Oh, Connor. All right, I'll go third, and then Kyle, you go. You bet clean up. Okay. So you're on the hub, so you'll get two on the way back. All righty. Back to back. All right, JB, what's your first quarantine activity that you could not live without? Well, I don't know if I can. <laughs> you added that caveat onto the end. I don't know if that was oh, part of the. Come on. Uh, uh, no, so I have, well, and then producer Phil, I guess, usually with me too, been going on th- a daily three to five mile walk. Yep, walks um, was on my list. Yep, at least five days a week. Kind of have a new spring goal, quarantine goal of closing out all the circles on my Apple Watch. Uh, so that definitely helps. What have you, are you, you have a streak going? Um. Well, I know I beat Jesse in our competition last week, and I think I'm That'll on par to beat him this week too. So, I'm all about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so walks number one. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, mine. My. Ooh. I'll go with. I'm gonna go with sitting on the porch and talking to people as they walk by my house. So we've gotten pretty big on this. We have a pretty nice porch. It's covered. Um, it's pretty nice. We can get our bows pack and play out there because he's learned how to escape everything. So we can put him in the pack and play. He can be out there and people are walking their dogs or they have their kids out. They're coming by. And some people will stop and chat for a minute. Others just give a hi and how's it going? And you give the old, oh, surviving. <laughs> the yeah. old, as, as people go by. <laughs> and so... That's been a big activity in our household. So I'm going to go with the uh, front porch sitting, talking to people as they walk by. Uh, let me go back because I I just thought of something too. And, and um, three weeks ago, I guess. So I made it a point and I, I didn't mean, I didn't post this on social media to brag, but it did make me feel better. So while I walked, I I waved at every car oh, that, yeah. that drove by me and, <laughs> I said, contagious. and I said hello to everyone who walks who walked or ran by. Nice. Um and it's funny because um two of the roads I regularly walk down 
Fontaine and Richmond Road are pretty busy. And right. so less people are paying attention on those roads. But people do like being waved at. Um, yeah, and I think and I think they know now like it it kind of like, oh well, like there's that nice guy waving at me. Um, it does look kind of if someone was walking behind me, I'm sure it looks ridiculous, but no. Well, and my thing is, is outside of maybe some of our store, like, I feel like people have been a lot friendlier than normal uh-huh. in terms of, like, you're saying, like, the waving, stopping and chatting. So we were talking with someone, and we were saying how in, we've lived here four years, and in the four years we've lived here, in the last two weeks, we've talked to more people in our neighborhood than we talked in the previous four years combined. Like, we just, yeah. we're not out as much, or people don't stop and chat, you just kind of wave, and they keep going. Now they'll stop and chat and we've gotten to talk to some people and now we're seeing familiar faces. Like a lady was pushing a baby the other day and Lindsay goes, oh, that's so-and-so's nanny. I go, what are you talking about? And she goes, well, that's the baby. Remember we talked to them the other day and I go, yeah, okay. Well, how do you know that's the nanny? She goes, well, I recognize the stroller. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, okay. And so she knew. But, but we're out more. So that's been nice. And then the weather's supposed to, I know it's supposed to rain tomorrow or tomorrow night into Saturday, but then next week the weather's supposed to turn back into the high 60s, so that'll be nice to get back out to the porch. For sure. All right. Um, oh, did I jump you, Connor? Uh, you're good. I can go third. I'll, I'll, I'll okay, go so third. I'm sorry. I'll, yeah, I'll just do a second. So you go third then. Sorry. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, one thing. All right. Uh, we're going to go with um, FaceTime drinking games with your friends. Nice. So, um, so I've had one either Friday night or Saturday night. So, uh, one person will have like their iPad with them. So we'll play like Piccolo. So I don't know if you've played Piccolo or not before, but you basically put your names all in it and then it'll be like a random thing will pop up. So one will be like, um, be like all the guys take two drinks. Let's say you take two drinks or it'll be like, uh, Connor, you decide who do you think you would want to last with on like a, like an island with Kyle or Joe. I kind of like stuff like those kind of questions. Um, nice. So we kind of do that at least at least once a week during the weekend. So it's been good. Nice. All right. Good pick. So drinking games virtually. Perfect. All right, Kyle, you get two. Yeah. So we mentioned uh, not in this category, but earlier in this podcast um, trivia. Again, I live alone, and yes, I'm seeing people at work. But as far as like friends and family, people that I usually interact with and hang out with. Um, that's been the one way I've spent time with them. So that is my first pick. Okay. Um, my second pick of things that I've been doing um, is probably reading. Uh, it's been oh, a lot of time. Yeah, I usually, I usually do that a lot. Um, you know, it breaks um, during work. You know, I, I go to the library. I practically go to the library when I'm not at work usually, but with it being closed, I've just been rereading a lot of the comic books I have. I've also I read some book recommendations from some other people. So, um, you know, cause I just don't want to sit in front of a TV all day, which I could easily do. So I've been trying to uh, supplement some of the TV watching with uh, reading. All right, good deal. So reading and trivia. All right, Connor, back to you. All right. Uh, I guess something that I've been uh, working on during quarantine, well, since I've been at my parents' house, is uh, grilling and cooking other foods. So nice. If I don't come out, uh, if I don't come out a five-star Michelin chef after this, I don't know what to tell you. That'll boy. Yeah, you have to have us over for a meal. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with chicken and turkey burgers. That's my go-to. <laughs> like regular chicken and then turkey burger? Why? Just turkey burger because they're healthier? Uh, I mean, I didn't buy it. My mom bought it. So whatever she provides. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so whatever she provides. Really dealing with choice. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been killing, uh, I've been doing my own uh, sweet potato fries, too, in the oven. Kind of up myself. Been pretty good. Good deal. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with virtual hangouts. Um, so I'm gonna do, so uh, JB and I the other night we did a beer tasting with a couple other guys. I know this kind of overlaps with Kyle's trivia, but like we've been doing that virtually. Um, Thursday night live, has, we've been doing some virtual hangouts. Lindsay uh, did a wine tasting, power hour. So I'm gonna go virtual hangouts with people in my six pack. And the thing that's cool about those is that, like you said, you just named off a whole list of them. Um, I've also seen open mic nights. It's just so cool. And whatever your hobby is, whatever your interest is, there is some kind of virtual hangout to suit your needs and your interests. Yeah, some, some way to make it work. So, yeah, just to touch base with the the way we did the beer tasting is it was JB and myself and four other guys. And so what I did was when I went and bought six different six packs and then I put them together, so a beer each, six-pack. And then I was a little beer fairy. I went and dropped them off on everyone's porch, and they got a little surprise. And it, it actually worked out really well. We got to try – we actually ended up doing seven different beers. And it ended up being $13.50 a man. And so it was a good way to try a bunch of beers. I think Ben Hobbs won the night. I think he actually drank the entire beer, all seven of them. Which we were just doing tasty. We were, I mean, I drank a couple of them, the full <laughs> thing, but some of them. Ben Hobbs won the night. So. <laughs> uh, All right, JB? back to me. Yeah, and you get, get two. To go two here. Um. So I would say going to grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. No, I have that on my list. <laughs> going to Kroger uh, was on my list. Now only one person per family can go. Yep. Um. And I did, uh, on one of Kyle's first days, I did sneak up on him in the produce <laughs> section wearing my mask. Uh, Put him up. <laughs> so that was fun. No, yeah, um, I mean, that was on my I love going to Kroger, Target. Yeah, I, and I think I saw, I mentioned this. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I saw you that day. Um, my first week, every single day, I saw somebody who knew me. And like, I mean, you are obviously or a man on a mission. We talked very briefly, but like people just want to stop and talk because they're not used to having somebody to talk to. So like people want to have like full on conversations in the grocery stores because it's where they see people. Um, so it is kind of a gathering place. Um, we actually, especially the produce section that has become an area where we are trying to spread out people because everybody's on top of each other in the produce hanging out. So go on um i did i have noticed and i think i said this joe before you got on when, as we were um just getting ready tonight i have noticed the there is a greater mask per person ratio at kroger than there is at fresh market Let very few yes. masks at the fresh market interesting um, i heard there's like virtually none at walmart probably not surprise me figured that um, I've also been, and this may play off Connor's a little bit, but I think it's a little bit different. Like I've been baking, like I have made, uh, 
sugar cookies. I've made chocolate chip cookies. Wow. I've made Ooh. pancakes. I made another batch of sugar cookies last night, which is bad because like I'm eating them all because you can't give well, them to just, anyone. You can give them to me. You can drop them off my doorstep. They'll well, probably get stolen, but you can try. Okay. All right. So are you taking baking? Yes. <laughs> so, JB, so you, JB has salt, he has going to Kroger and baking. Yep. Well, our little resident old man right there. The, the walking bake, the walking, uh, um, whatever takes off Baker. the uh, baking. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It, All right. So, <laughs> so I have. I'm sitting on porches talking to people walking while drinking. I'm doing virtual hangouts while drinking. And rolling. So my next one's going to be um, with my LITs is making new drinks um, at my house because, I mean, you can only drink so much beer and I don't drink wine. And so I've been buying kits or doing things where I can make my own drinks. So I've bought some uh, tequila and I've been learning how to make different tequila drinks. I've been doing some vodka drinks. Uh, made Connor and I, before we were told to not be together, he and I made some big cousins. I've been doing these Long Islands. So I'm going to be doing making drinks. So Connor can cook the food. JB can cook the bake, the desserts, and I'll make the drinks. Kyle, we go. don't need you. Oh, I guess we can go pick up the food from Kyle. There you go. And get Team the dream. All right, Connor. Alrighty. Um, things that I've been doing um, is frisbee golf and regular golf. So frisbee golf, I'm playing uh, courses around Lexington. There's a few in Versailles and Nicholasville, but uh, good to get out. We have the buddies and you know six feet apart, and we're not touching anybody. We're only touching our own discs. So. Got computer just muted me and then came no. back. What the heck? I did that. Because I'm getting oh. a weird sound, so I was just seeing. I was trying to decide who it I was. was. I was getting it too. Yeah, I was getting it too. So we figure it out. Is it me? Yeah, it's Connor. Oh. No, I think we're good now. I don't hear anymore. Okay, so Connor's golf and frisbee golf. Mm -hmm. okay. So now we go back to Kyle. Yep, he gets two. Um. Well, you guys have taken most of mine because, like I said, I haven't been doing too much. Um. I'll go video games. Um, I have been doing that. Um, coincidentally, it's uh, the mo game I've been playing the most. I actually started playing before um, this, and it's the Division Two, which is a shooter, but it takes place after a uh, pandemic, um, which is basically like destroyed society pretty much. And there's like gangs and stuff everywhere that have taken advantage of the chaos, and you're basically a homeland security unit trying to reestablish some sort of order um but yeah so video games um and i mean although it's boring i guess um this is my fifth pick yeah yeah uh, no this okay. is yeah okay. no it's your, it's your fourth okay fourth okay that's um, your fourth i'm gonna go with binge watching shows um i've been watching homeland like joe said i usually can binge something very quickly but i'm watching less tv these days um so i'm watching homeland i just started season three um 
So I'm not too far along, but I do enjoy it. But again, it's one of those I can't, I just can't absorb it um, in one sitting like I normally do. So I'm going through it so I do enjoy it, but it's just taking me a little bit more time. All right, awesome. Uh, so I guess the thing that I want to do more that I haven't been doing more is I've, well, I've actually been binge watching a lot of shows. So uh, I want to get into reading more, uh, at least more stuff that's pertaining more to my, uh, I guess, my job. So I want to read more like sales books or leadership books. Or Okay, so uh, um, let's, let's call that because Kyle took reading. So let's call yours, we'll call that um, uh, job continuing education. Yeah, continuing education. Yeah. We'll call it CE. So Connor's going to do a little CE reading about we'll see for, like that yeah yeah no, i like that all right continue education for connor all right um i'm gonna do one more and then i'm gonna do a couple funny ones later to end my six pack um i'm gonna go with puzzles um i haven't been doing as much recently but i probably did five puzzles within the first two weeks of quarantine and i've really enjoyed it kyle gave us some that he had we've ordered some um so yeah, I've probably done four or five puzzles so far. We got a couple ready to go. So I got puzzles. Maybe you get two. Cool. Uh, so number five is um, uh, making homemade oh, you get, masks. You get, you, you get four and five. Oh, make oh yeah. Yes, you have. I've seen you make them. <laughs> I've only made one. Send me pictures. Uh, yeah. And then I... Uh, the masks that I drunk ordered off Amazon arrived the next day, so I did not need to use. Uh, just masks, just being a part of the masks. All right, um, I like that. Now number five. Uh, so that's five. So I get one more after this one, right? Yes. So you'll be the, you'll get the last pick. Yeah. Um, and so then my fifth one is producer Phil and I. He has created this game where he. I guess it's not really a game but he sets the line on the number of Kentucky COVID-19 cases and deaths for the day. Oh. And, then, and then I <laughs> choose over or under. He's, he was doing it, uh, just kind of spitballing it. He now showed me he has a, uh, a spreadsheet. spreadsheet, which he <laughs> updates daily <laughs> and produces his, his uh, line by a rolling five-day average so that's smart yeah that's why he's the producer he also listens to the lexington like three o'clock press release where they give the lexington's stats which then kind of helps him inspires the rest of the day i might need to let you all send that to me so i can get in on this yeah i'd appreciate it okay um my next one, this was supposed to be my fifth, is I'm going to go with driving around. Yeah. Uh, no real destination, just getting in the car. Usually I take Bo with me. Um, Lindsay but sometimes you've also depends had the parade, asleep. the teacher parades too. You both, yes, you and Lindsay both had the parade. Fun. Yep. Yeah. I did, we did our, mine and Lindsay's back-to-back uh, -back Fridays. Bo goes with us. He loves looking at the car, so we did that. Uh, we're looking for a new house, so we've driven through some neighborhoods and looked at houses that we're interested in. And um, yeah, just driving without a purpose. We we still mostly just do in Lexington. We haven't done like the rural drive or anywhere other than around town. But we get in the car and drive a lot. And because Bo is confined 
and I'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later. So he enjoys it and he's not a wild man. So that's helpful for us is when uh, we're just driving in the car. Connor. Um, uh, what I want to do more is I need to work out more. So I need to do some okay. in-home workouts because if I just keep eating this crap food from my parents' house, all the snack food, I'm going to get a quick freshman 15, 14, 15, we'll call it. Dude, I tried to throw on some jeans yesterday. Yikes. When you're <laughs> used to elastic sweatpants and gym shorts, <laughs> trying to put on some uh, dungarees, JB, had to suck it a little bit. So I feel you, Connor. I need to start doing something too. If I find anything, I'll send it to the, our group text. Any, any stuff to do. Yeah. Well, I got a, a email actually tonight. Um, are you all familiar with Everybody Fights, the boxing gym in Lexington? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So over mm-hmm. by Jason Stelly. Around this, what? Over by Jason Stelly. Correct. So yeah. around December, they offered one free class for Fayette County teachers, and I signed up for it. But then never, I never ended up using it. Like I still have it, but obviously they're closed. So I got like on their mailing list. They don't send a lot of stuff, but they sent something today where they're doing like 30 days of free virtual classes, like stuff you can do at home. So I might hop on that just to see what it is and see if it's something that when Bo takes his morning nap that I could uh, get after at least for at least 20 to 30 minutes. Just like you said, kind of just to do something like where I'm not just a lump on the wall. Like the walks have helped, but that's obviously not high intensity. So something else would be good. So if that's good, I'll let you all know. Maybe they're offering it for everyone. I just got it through Fayette County. But um, um, also the um... – I think it's only supposed to be for YMCA members, but it's on YouTube, so I think anyone can access it. But there is a like a YMCA page on YouTube that has all types, all of their different classes that they do that you oh, can wow. do from home too. Yeah. And then I don't know the details of, but um, UK is doing some sort of a Zoom um, workout class. Is it for students or? I'm not sure. Um, one of my friends who's a nurse at Good Samaritan. Um, was talking to me about it the other day that she wanted to start doing it. Um, so I'm not sure if it's just for UK employees and students or if it's for everyone. I'm not sure I can try to gather intel and report back. Please do. Um, all right. So then, Kyle, you get your last two. All right. Um, so you guys have already taken everything I've been doing um, because I don't do much. Um, so both these are things I would like to do. Um yeah, one is um, no, I can't even find it on my list too. Oh, I used to make uh, a lot of just weird videos, um, whether they be lip syncing and dancing or fake movie trailers. channel. Yeah, like I, I used to make those a long time ago. I would like to get back into them. I've had actually a lot of uh, old friends um, who I haven't talked to in forever saying, "Hey, now that I'm bored at home, I wish you still made videos." Uh, my computer's busted these days, but um, hopefully I'll figure out on my iPad um, some different ways to do things and hopefully upload some new content, maybe work on my comedy some more and make some videos with that. But I'd like to, you know, um, dust off my, my skills with uh, video making and see where that takes me. Um, there you go. So You're my, kind of uh, on a computer right now, aren't you? 
What? Yeah, I'm, I'm down on my computer. Yeah. So, so I just have my iPad. And my my computer took a tumble down some stairs uh, a couple of years ago, and then uh, it was still working when you attached to it other end screen, but now it's just stopped working. Um, but well, now now it's a new job. Maybe. Yeah. You know, like something. <laughs> but uh, my other my other um, idea, which I've had forever, um, but now this is a good time to implement it. I want to. Um, Start doing miniature golf inside. I want to get some, uh, you know, turf to put down in my apartment. And, uh, <laughs> and I mean, like, again, my apartment's small, but I can I can navigate and move around my my few pieces of furniture to make a few different holes and stuff. And uh, it'd be fun. Just have a miniature Sorry. golf in my. I have two miniature golf stories, real quick. <laughs> One, so we were big fans of miniature golf. We called it putt putt growing up. And my dad loved it. It was a family activity because all of us could go like, you all know, any skill level can play putt putt. It doesn't matter, whatever. So I was going, it was between my freshman and sophomore year of college. And we, my roommate, he was from Little Rock, Arkansas. And he came to visit me in Cleveland. The, he was a big Seattle Mariners fan for whatever reason. And they were playing the Indians in Cleveland. So he came in for a long weekend to go to a couple Indians games and we took him out. And so one night we grilled out and my dad's like, well, let's go, go play putt putt. And we're like, all right, let's go play putt putt. So we went to like a local place and it was one of the newer ones at the time that they had like the rocks and the waterfall that you see like in Hilton head and stuff. But like at the time it, those weren't commonplace. And so we're there and we're playing and then we're, we're like halfway through the round and we look over and there's like this crowd around this lady on the ground. And she's just kind of laying there, like, by the rocks. And we're just kind of looking. We're like, all right, that's weird. We play like, another hole or two. Next thing you know, they're zipping her up in a body bag. Oh, my gosh. So the lady, the lady slipped. There was, like, water from, like, a waterfall that got on, like, the green. And she slipped on it, hit her head on rocks, and she died. And so, like, they, they like, make an announcement. And they're like, um, yes, due to an incident, we are going to have to close the, the putt-putt course. But if you would like to get a refund to come back, please come. We're like, I think we're good. I don't know if we're going to be swinging back by to come to the death hole here. But it's just like Tiger yeah, like King. Yeah, I mean, she was like, I don't know, Kyle, what, probably 40s maybe? 50s? Yeah, probably. And she, yeah, she just straight up slipped, and they were looking at her for a while, and then they literally put her in a body bag at the butt-butt course. So that's my one. My other, this isn't really a story so much. It's just what I like to do when I play butt-butt. Playing putt putt with Kyle is one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, oh. Because all you'd have to do is just get in his head. Because I could care less if I win at putt putt. My dad's pretty competitive. My other siblings, they're not good enough to care. My mom gets into it, but she could care less if she wins or loses. Kyle is like insane about playing putt putt. So all you got to do is just get in his head. Like I would get in so much trouble with my parents because I just would taunt Kyle the whole time and be like, oh, Kyle, you're totally going to miss this. No, I'm not. I'm going to make it. And then he would and he'd miss it and then he'd storm off. And it, it's the greatest thing is just getting. <laughs> and that's, that's not just in public. That's in everything, in bowling or anything. Yeah, but the best because well, the, I and, the, care less. and the funny thing is, like, I have no confidence whatsoever when it comes to most sports. And. No. Like, I'm okay with, like, telling myself that, but if someone else tells me I'm not able to do it, then I get very frustrated and want to prove them wrong. Um, so that's my competitive nature, and we're, like, to myself, I'm like, all right, whatever. But if somebody else thinks I can't do it, then I have to prove myself. Um, oh, so and it's the best, like, or if Kyle, like, would ever be in the lead, I'd be like, 
Kyle, you're in the lead, man. You're going to win this time. No, I'm not, I'm not going to win. Yeah, dude, you're going to win this time. Then he like eight putts the next hole. It's the best. Like, I have so much fun. Like, I have- love me and Kyle playing putt-putt together because it is the best. So, anyway, I know we got off on a little bit of a tangent. I think we put JB to sleep. So, yeah. All right. So, Kyle's got his six-pack. Uh, Connor, go ahead and pick your last one for the six-pack. Uh, my last one is catching up on shows that people have already watched. So currently, I finished season one of Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Mm, yeah. I've seen that a little bit. I like so, it. So much in that one. It's it's pretty good so far. The accents are a little tough. Uh, it's all like British yes, I'd say right? some of them are pretty hard, uh, either English or Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, there's Irish, so they're they're brogue. Yeah, Irish accents. Um, yeah, I like that show. So, like I said, that's kind of how I'm doing Sopranos. Not per recommendation so much, but like something that it's like always been kind of I wanted to see and just haven't had the chance. But all right, my last one. I'm gonna go with one a funny one. I kind of already mentioned this. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, taking out the trash um, because I am emptying the trash. 52 times a day, putting in new bags, putting it in the dumpster. That's all I do. Or I'm going to actually, I'm going to couple this as household chores uh, because I do that a ton. I empty and do the dishwasher two to three times a day because we're home eating every meal. And then also my newfound hobby is turning off the lights after Lindsay leaves a room. Um, So, I mean, if I wake up after <laughs> Lindsay or she picks up Bo and goes from the living room to his room to the like every light is on at some point. And so I spend, I mean, I get my steps in most days probably because I'm turning off lights, taking out the trash and doing the dishes. So whether I want that to be an activity I enjoy or not, I have to put that in my six pack because that I spend a lot of my time doing those three things. So household chores is my last one. Great. I can't believe I get this. I get to do this for my last one, but um, you know, I'm of the group. I'm kind of would say the trendsetter. Like I'm, whoa, I'm into things pretty early. I have to admit, I was late to the TikTok game. No, you're not doing TikTok. I'm no, I'm not doing TikToks, (laughs) but like I'm like I have spent hours upon hours a day watching them and you've all I've sent you all ones I've seen that I think that are funny that's my favorite thing to do is like find find one that I think is funny and then send it to you all um oh so (laughs) yes I'm I'm so sad right now (laughs) so Lindsay's into it now, and it's like the worst thing. And so, after her wine night the other night, someone—I guess you would know this, Jimmy. You do, like there's a Carol Baskin TikTok that people say, yeah. "Carol Baskin something, blah blah blah." Well, they sing the song. They sing the Carol Baskin song. Okay, yeah. which I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so anyway, Lindsay was on her thing, and her friends were telling her about it, and they kept making her say it. And so she kept saying it on Tuesday night, and I'm like. Oh my God, stop. So now she walks around the house when she's turning on all the lights and she's saying, Carol Baskin. <laughs> I'm like, stop, stop. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So, oh, TikTok. Connor, you don't do TikTok, do you? 
Uh, I've done a he few does. actually. He does. I don't have. My, oh my God. I don't. I don't. I don't have my own though. Kyle, do you TikTok? No, I do not do TikTok. Uh, somebody had me sign up for it a long time ago. I looked at it once and was like, "This is the dumbest thing ever. I'm never coming back here." Yeah, I'm not out on that. So, JB, you watch them do like all those dances and stuff? Well, I mean, some of them, like, like, and there are celebrities that do it, like, um, A Rod and just, LeBron and Shaq are like big on it. What? Yeah, it's just exactly the same as fine. But it's, it, it can be longer. Like, that's the thing. It can be. Was it Vine only like 10 seconds? seconds? Yeah, I think Vine was like even less than that. It might have been eight. This is like 15. They can go, they can be longer than that. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm, I will never uh, download it. It'll never be on but, my phone. I'm out. But it is amazing how um, attractive the people are, how big of houses that these students who are home on COVID break live in. <laughs> And um, uh, lots of tattoos. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm out on TikTok, so we all have our six but packs. You do, like, I can send you a link, and you can watch it in the browser of a, of something I've curated yeah, you for you. Me one that I, I watched enjoy. one of them. Yeah. And I don't know. Anyway, there was there was there was a really funny one of this girl, a college girl, going to like her first college fraternity party and she just had like a nightmare of a time and i sent it to lane and Lindsay and said i please tell me this is what freshman year of theta was like because i just have a feeling that it is, this was exactly like this <laughs> lane would never admit it was. yeah yeah it was uh, hilarious all right i do have a bonus one this isn't for me but producer phil producer phil are you gonna make your on-air debut here <laughs> i can try yeah, producer Phil. So someone's been texting me, and something that he's been clamoring for. Um, we mentioned this in the fall. I hosted Bingo at Christ the King Oktoberfest the last couple of years. So Phil texted me about he found where you can do virtual bingo, where, where they'll like they have a machine and it pulls them, and you just have to have your bingo card. So he was talking about that. So Phil, talk about that a little bit, and then the other one you sent me today, the New York Times, it had quarantine board games that you could play virtually yeah so the the bingo game is called let's play bingo dot io so there's a website um, you can use zoom and screen share that so that everybody can see what numbers are being called and it actually um, will if you play it on a computer it'll actually call out the numbers so you, it actually has a voice that says be 11 or yeah and seven. I bet they don't I bet it doesn't emphasize 069 the appropriate way that it needs to be. <laughs> it does not do his co-host justice in their, their calls, but. And Andrew in the 069 is the most. Or the, or, thing. or the two O's back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other was the, the New York Times put together a list of, I think it was only like five games. Monopoly was on there. Battleship. Yeah. Um, a couple other cool Cool games you can play virtually with some people if you're not in the same room or same place yeah with yeah they were showing the monopoly one where like if, as long as everyone had the game they were doing it that you would play and you'd get like you'd buy the properties and i, I thought that was kind of a fun idea like it's just it's been really fun to see the creativity of people and doing things like the doing the beer party with the guys was 
Lindsay's friends were doing the the wine tasting. That a girl that should just become a sommelier and was like, I can't make any money because we can't do wine tastings. And so then she um, ended up uh, offering to do this for these people. They all like chipped in five dollars for her to do it. So she was able to make a little bit of money. And um, it's just been I, I'm very appreciative of the things that people are trying in order to stay in contact and like help each other and get through this kind of together. Well, and too, I think that, well, at least I've seen some, I'm thinking it's more common too, that a lot of people with kids are spending more time with their kids instead of just giving them an iPad, you know, cause when you get home from work, you're tired, you're making dinner and just like, all right, like, go play on your iPad or go play video games. Like, you know, like you just want that time off. Where now it seems it's like parents are spending more time with their kids and coming up with fun activities where they're interacting, um, which has been really cool and stuff to see. Uh, we're forced to, Kyle. <laughs> That's the thing. No, I mean, no, to that point, it's been really eat. fun to be able to hang out with Bo and spend time with him. It, when, when normally when he would be at daycare or somewhere when we'd be at work. So it has been fun to be able to like eat lunch with him and take him outside and go for walks. That has been a bonus, especially with him being so young. These are these are times that we're not we can't get back. So. outside new circle and um, I'm just these guys don't know we talked they little know a little bit about what's coming I'm gonna ask some questions we're all just gonna make some quick predictions on these and then we'll see uh, where we are when these things do come to fruition down the road so uh, anyone can just jump in when they're ready to answer um, so when do you think things start to reopen and what do you think is gonna open first not a specific place necessarily, but maybe like um, an avenue or um, like a certain type of place. Whoever's ready. No one. I'm. Um, I was. I was a pessimistic last week about um, college campuses opening, like not going to open for the fall. I now seem to think that we are um, far enough on the, hopefully we are flattening the curve right now. So by June or July, we'll be in a position that, um, you know, a bigger group of people could get together. So I think we still have an, another full month of probably inside and then things will start. You just hear that? Yeah. I'm going to turn Connor off just in case. Yep, it was Connor. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your roommate doing? He can't talk now because I... The, the shower's on. Oh, shower's that's what it is. All right, you're going to have to be muted for a second while Joe sh showers. First time this week? <laughs> um, Probably. Yeah, JB... I'm with you. It's going to be at least a month. I know that a lot of places are talking early, like May 1st, and I don't, I don't see that happening when we just got just this week to the most stringent that places have been. So I'm guessing, I'm going to say by like June 1st, maybe things start to reopen. And I think the first thing probably will be like parks, the Arboretum, places where you can easily social distance. 
they're still outside yeah. but you can kind of get back to normalcy and I think it's going to go in reverse order. I, th I know numerous outlets have said this, but like the things that closed most recently are going to be the first things to open back up because you're able to space and social distance. And so I'm thinking June 1st is when I think things come back. Yeah, we'll I, think a, I think um, I think restaurants will be open, but they'll limit the capacity and you'll probably have to have your temperature checked to like go in. Yeah. Oh, well, I think you all heard too, like they were doing that in China where yeah. you even just to go to Starbucks, you had to get your temperature checked before you could go into somewhere to make sure you know, that you weren't uh, a carrier. Uh, Kyle, you got a guess? Huh? A guest or a guess? A, a guess on when things will reopen. Um, no, I mean, again, that's, it's, it's fascinating. Well, I have a guess. Of just, yeah, like what, how far this is going to go, how bad it's going to get. Um, I'm like, you know, I think, yeah, it's going to be the, the things that you can social distance the most, like you said, parks um, are probably going to come first. I do think sports are going to come back a lot faster than most people think. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the uh, major um, leagues and stuff are, are trying to figure it out, navigate it right now. And I think with WWE being able to stay open right now, I think, opens the gateway too. Yeah. All right, put a, put a pin in that real quick because I have a sports question here in a minute. Okay, perfect. Uh, Connor, you got a quick guess on when things reopen? Uh, yeah, um, I want to say I'm kind of leaning towards a JB. I mean, I know they're kind of saying like May 1st right now, but it's either going to be the end of May or early June. I think that we'll start probably it's like small stuff. Um, I don't really know what type of stores, but definitely something with like less, you know, amount of people going to it. Um, but I'd probably say about late May, or early June. Okay. Some movement. All right. Next question: When things do start to reopen, specifically probably bars and restaurants, where's the first place you're going to go? So let's say whenever this is, say June first, and they're like, okay. Bars, restaurant, public places are all open. Where are we all going to meet up to have a beer or grab lunch or wh where? Where are we going? Well, Tinder is probably the obvious answer for me. Yep. Especially the OB patio weather. Yeah. You probably just run up and down that strip, won't you? Hit the paddock, other paddock. Um, I mean, I think for me, the obvious answer is Country Boy. Yep. I'll be there getting well and so we mentioned this they because they're so accessible everywhere throughout the city even getting growlers filled or getting six packs I haven't really gone there I went there once early on and then I haven't been there um, but when they open back up um, I'll, I'll be one of the first people knocking down the door to get in and get me some on draft uh, country boy How about you boys thank god we need it I'd, I'd probably see either Tin Roof there or maybe like the Goodfellas District area. Okay, go down to the distillery. Yeah. Kind of bop around. I could also see you go to Stagger, Connor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Later. After. Uh, I'm ready for Stagger, too. That's a yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Live, I guess, will be a big thing I'm excited for. Yeah, that's probably going to be later. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. All right, Kyle, what about you? 
Uh, as far as foods and restaurants and all that is uh, concerned, I don't really go out much to eat. Um, but one place I had been wanting to check out El Cid was supposed to go right before all this happened with a friend. So um, hopefully it will be opened. Um, I'm assuming there's going to be some financial trouble with it just opening before this. Um, so if it is still open, uh, when this is all done, I would like to check that place out. All right, good deal. All right, so one other one, Kyle kind of touched on sports a little bit. Uh, we don't have to give a prediction when they're going to resume or with fans or whatever, but um, let's say sports do start coming back, whether it's golf or football or whatever. Would any of you all go if it opens up if there's still no vaccine? No. Yeah, I'll go. JB's a no. Uh, Connor, yeah, yes. true. I'd do it. Connor would go. I would go too. I just, I, 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 that's just, I like being out. I like going to things. I like supporting things. So I think I would definitely go, even if there wasn't a vaccine. Uh, that's just me personally. All right. So does UK play football this year? And if they do, when? And will it be in front of fans? I do think that they play a fall season, but it will not be in front of fans. No fans at all or limited? I, I just don't know how you draw the line with the limited. Um, I, I think that's a little too risky. Um, like economically, and it's it's horrible to say this for small businesses, <laughs> like colleges and universities are gonna bully their way into opening. Right. Which which sucks for small businesses. They had to close and couldn't bully their way into opening. But so if students are on campus, then sports should be played. But I don't think I don't think there can be a crowd. Okay. Anyone else? Um, I think we all want them to you know be ready to go by fall. But I mean, didn't they just have that talk with the vice president about? If they're not going to be in school, then they can't practice, which means that they can't play. Right. So, until like, 2021. Have to open up in order for them to be able to play. Because they're, I mean, they're student athletes. Well, I don't mean, I don't. Or like football is delayed a month. Yeah. Like you delayed a yeah. month. Like you would allow, allow them to come back August 1st. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I'm with JB. I think they do play this fall. I think it might be a little delayed. Um, but I don't think it's in front of fans and it might even be an abbreviated schedule. Yeah. Like just like, just play the conference games. Right. Which thanks for those mid majors who come here to play and get paid to yeah. play because they're losing all that money. Mm -hmm. But I mean, uh, eight games is better than no games. But I think if you wait, if you decide to wait till January, like then you're like, then there's a chance that there will be nothing. Right. And well, I mean, yeah, and we don't, like, like I said in, in our other chat last night, like who really wants to be sitting in a football stadium in January and February watching football games nope. with basketball going concurrently? Right. Yeah. And that's what I was saying too. You're trying to mix in those both sports and stuff. You're dividing attention, you're dividing fans. Like it's, it would kind of be disastrous. Now, I will say this. If the only option was to play in January, like if they said we can't play in the fall, but they were to play in January, no fans, I think that'd be awesome to watch, like UK playing snow games. Yeah. Like them having to play Florida 
here or we, no wait do they go we go there this year oh they come here right no i think florida comes here i think anyway how cool would it be to have have to see florida play in the snow that'd be awesome so it just gives another demand like i definitely think it's going to be played though like too many athletic departments depend on the revenue that they have to do it or else all these other sports are going to be gone all right last question for our predictions um when do you think we will begin traveling again and like car or plane and when you are able to travel where are you going to go uh well i have weddings this fall that i have to travel to so I'm trying to think of the first one i have to go to uh, uh early august okay where do you know where i'm going to Asheville, north carolina for Ooh, nice wedding. So I'm gonna need some recommendations. I can give you all of them. They, they know me by my name there. Film <laughs> Joe. Yeah. Sancho. So the guidelines that came out today were um, the kind of second tier essential businesses opening was step one. Then non-essential travel or essential travel reopens, and then back to normal. Okay. So. Um, you're the only one that travels for work, so that's gonna you're gonna be the first of us to travel probably. Yeah, but like um so probably fourth of July, but here's the problem, like every company has cut their travel budget and like all of that. And like yep. people will be able to travel, like but I was saying this the other night, like, you know, like who like most people probably aren't gonna be like able to afford to go on vacations and stuff. Like it this is terrible. Right, especially if they've been furloughed or laid off or like yeah. They're not, they're going to have to work every day that they can. Yeah, I'm with you. Or if the vacation places have a condensed season and they're probably going to jack up their rates to try to make up the difference. Compensate, right. Yeah. Um, for me, we're pretty adamant as long as there's not like major restrictions. Uh, we're definitely going to go to Michigan um, this year like we always do. That'll be a yeah. driving trip. Uh, that's not till we don't have the house till after 4th of July. But we're talking about going up for the fourth and renting a house up there and then going to the house after that. So that's right. definitely still in the works. And then obviously I need to get to Florida to see my to meet my nephew uh, who was born in January. We haven't been able to go, and that's how we have to fly. And so that'll be the first plane flight that we're able to. Hopefully it'll be in the summer because we'll already be off, so I can go meet Miles. But those are the two that I foresee myself being able to go and travel and get somewhere else. But well they had um so yesterday in Kentucky there were protesters at our capital protesting the stay at home mm -hmm. stuff, but Michigan had an even bigger one. Really? And and but that that's a big thing is that there are even though the second home people in the upper peninsula are there a lot most of those are out-of-state people there's still a lot of in-state people and they're not allowed to go up there wow um partly because of partly because there's no medical facilities if they were to get sick to help them right yeah um, it's, it's pretty isolated so there was a unique combination of i would say auto workers and um people who want to go to their vacation homes protesting in Yep. Protesting the, at the Capitol in Lansing uh, wow. on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Nice reference to the Capitol of Michigan there. 
Yeah. A lot of people don't know Lansing. We you know, Lansing, uh, Lansing gets a a um, bad, rap bad rap because Michigan State kind of seen as little brother to Michigan. Uh, but Lansing is a neat college town and a capital city, and I think it would be a pleasure to live there. Haven't been. I like other parts of Michigan, just not those the middle. I don't like the middle as much. Um, all right, so let's take a quick break and then we will come back and probably do a short little segment to wrap this up. On the road again, just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on the road again. All right, welcome back, and we're going to close up today's podcast. Thanks for bearing with us. I know we've run a little long, but we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, so have a lot to talk about, and hopefully that you've enjoyed listening. But uh, we unfortunately have had some um, deaths that are not fun, uh, so our in memoriam segment for this week. So today, I know this was Kyle wanted to make sure we mentioned this, but Howard Finkel, who is the uh, only 69, and he was the WWE and WWF ring announcer uh, passed away. So uh, those of us who grew up watching wrestling in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, definitely uh, along with uh, Mean Gene and and Gorilla Monsoon, like uh, uh, (laughs) WWF and WWE staple. Yeah, he was actually the first employee of the WWF. Wow. Yeah, when it turned out WWF, WWF, in 1980, he was the first hired employee. Uh, excuse me, sir. WWF is the World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> and he's like, um, he kind of got overshadowed by uh, the boxing guy, but uh, and I can't think of his name off the top. Michael. Buffer. What? Michael Buffer. Yeah. Uh, but Get ready to rumble. Yeah. So that same style. Um, Joe, do you want? Do you want to? Re- do you just want me to go through mine, no, or do you want to rotate rattle, back? Rattle, rattle off. Okay. So then, uh, really sad for us here in Kentucky, on April 7th, John Prine uh, died at 73, country, and I get people, the mainstream media are calling him a folk singer. I'd say he's a country music singer. Um, uh, wasn't from Kentucky, but his dad was, so he did have a tie to Kentucky. Uh, his famous, probably, I think, most famous song is Paradise which is about uh, the Green River in Muhlenberg County and how it's kind of ravaged by the coal mines and strip mining and all that kind of stuff. But for me, um, and Joe kind of hit the end of this, but uh, when I first moved to Lexington, Redmond's, which is where Stagger Inn is now, was like one of your weekly places to go. And Larry Redmond, the owner, played the late show on Thursday and Saturday nights and played the same playlist for probably 15 years. Uh, But him singing Paradise uh, was, uh, it wasn't the highlight, but it was, you know, it was, it was, it was staple and it's a beautiful song and it has ties to Kentucky. And um, I was really surprised by uh, some people who were like, I like, I don't know that song. I've never heard it. And uh, but if they had ever been to Redmond's, you have to have heard it. Confession. I really don't know. Like, I know the name John Prine. I know the song you're talking about. But like, other than that, 
I don't. I, I didn't mean, know a lot of the songs either. Uh, I heard a couple cool versions of him playing um, oh, My Old Kentucky Home and some other songs. But yeah, I would not, if if you gave me a John Prine category, uh, music catalog, I would be hard to, he did. Um, he did uncredited, but he did play a large part in play, in um, writing that David Allen Coe song about uh, she doesn't even know my name, which was another okay. Larry yeah, Redman yeah. uh, staple that he that he played. Gotcha. Uh, and she and he played and he wrote that most famous Bonnie Raitt. Not let's give him something to talk about, but Bonnie Raitt's other mm -hmm. most famous song. Uh, he wrote that too. Yeah. So he's really more right. of a singer songwriter. Four one Ellis Marcellus in New Orleans, 85. I know yeah. your family has strong New Orleans ties. Um, again, a little bit older here, but when Jay Leno took over the Tonight Show, Branford Marsalis was his band leader, Ellis's son, and Winton's brother. And so, you know, everyone knew who he was and his just come, came from right. a famous uh, musical uh, family. He taught Harry Connick Jr. And a lot of, you know, the... Um, certain age of New Orleans jazz musicians. And then uh, I think right after we recorded our last podcast, Bill Withers, another singer famous in the 60s and 70s for some very popular songs also passed away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been wild. Every day there seems to be someone pretty famous. And what's weird is it's mostly musicians. It's been a yeah. lot of musicians, more so than um actors and actresses or just social media types a uh, couple that uh, that i just was thinking of that jb and i've talked about or that have been in the news that I, I don't think we've said since last time kenny rogers passed away um i think we Joe did kenny Dickey. rogers last time right did we do kenny rogers i i, I couldn't remember or not but i think i remember saying that i thought remember i made the comment that when i was little i thought kenny rogers and dolly parton were married because oh they were, yes that's true well i know we didn't talk about joe diffie um we certainly did so not Joe, and I, I apologize for not having him on the list well he's propped up beside the jukebox when yeah. he does so how many beers do you have there, JP? No. <laughs> good man uh, i'm not and then the I'm one not. you sent me today jb who i thought had already passed away whoops brian dennehy uh, brian brian dennehy who if yeah. you don't know who that is the dad on tommy boy this is probably yeah. most known role to us um but i know i honestly thought he passed away a couple years ago already but the best line that Brian Dennehy's ever said is when Bo Derek's getting out of the swimming pool and Tommy goes, Dad, is that for me? And he goes, no, son, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Brian Dennehy line. Uh, those were not my in memoriam, so I got a couple. I'll go pretty quick. Um, in memoriam to UK's basketball roster, um, yep. I think two players from this year are going to actually stay. So, I mean, everyone that we thought was going to go ended up going. Ashton, Quickly, Nick Richards, EJ, Maxi, and then even stupid Khalil Whitney, who left mid-year, was going to transfer, and then now he's going pro. It's like, dude, you should have just stayed. Like, what, what? Some of these kids have the most ignorant people in their ear, but uh, even but, though we're losing basketball I'm players. Sorry to interrupt, but my, our, my probably one of my favorite players this year, Keon Brooks Jr., Coming is back, staying. Baby. Yeah, yep. so happy about that. And uh, what's his name? Um, the other guy, Mr. Basketball, who didn't play this year, but come back. Um, but then we've also added a couple guys. We got Davion Mintz yep. from Creighton. Mm -hmm. 
and Jacob Toppin, who's Obi Toppin from Dayton's brother, he's transferring from Rhode Island. So I do like that because I like for the leadership, these guys have played. Um, so I think those are a couple of good players to add. And then Cal's always got something up his sleeve. So I'm not worried. It just gets annoying that three out of the five guys that left or two for sure left, they're not ready or they're not going to get drafted. They probably won't even play in the league ever, let alone this year. So it just kind of stinks, but what are you going to do? Uh, also, In Memoriam, we're looking at In Memoriam shaking hands. Um, hopefully that rises from the dead. I'm a big handshaker. I remember being a kid growing up and my dad and other um, my buddy's friends talking about like coaches and things that I had, talking about how important a handshake was and looking yeah. in the eye. And that's something that it's always stuck with me. So I think after all this, I will still shake hands, but I don't know if a lot of people still will and we'll have to see. So that's another in memoriam. You know, uh, I thought about when I'm sorry to keep interrupting. When I was on my walk today, I was walking down a residential street, but someone parked their car and a man got out of it. And I, in my head, I knew I knew him, but I couldn't immediately place who he was. And he didn't see me. So I just kept walking and then like 10 steps in, I realized who it was. And then I thought, should I go back and talk to him? But then I thought in my head, like, I'm going to have, I'm going to feel obligated to shake his hand, but he may not want to shake my hand. Right. So then what are we going to do as I like, <laughs> as I, he either recognizes me or I have to remind him who I am. From so, a six feet. Yeah. So it was really awkward because, um, my conscience was telling me and my, um, my extrovert was telling me I need to go talk to him. But, but my social conscience told me to keep walking. No, no, I get it. Like, cause I mean, I, anytime I see anyone, I, I see you, I see, I, I shake hands immediately and to not be able to do that is just going to be odd. But I know, like I said, I'll continue to do it, but I'm not sure everyone else will. Um, yeah. A couple, two more in memoriams, uh, in memoriam to Bo being confined. So the kid can no longer like, the only thing that can contain him is his pack and play or his crib. So if I put tables, so an example today, if you've been in my house in our back room, we have a baby gate on one side, but then the way our couch sits, we can't put another baby gate. We have two entrances into our back room. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to block it because he can't go behind the couch because there's stuff he can get into. So we move the coffee table and the way we can position it, it can block the pathway between the couch and the wall. And so we position it, but he knows how to get up on the couch, get up on the armrest, and then slide himself down. And so he's very good at that. And the only way you can prevent him from doing that is if you're sitting in that seat so he can't get up and crawl out, whatever. Well, today I was uh, doing dishes. Shocker. So I had him in there, and I took this basket of blankets that we have, and I put it, like, where the person would sit on that. So, like, okay, that'll prevent him. He went up, he pulled the basket down, toppled it, blankets went everywhere. He like kicked it off to the side, got up on the couch, got on the hand, and then came out. Like the kid gets out of everything. So we just have to be ready and prepared for him being mobile. And I mean, he's probably going to be like a Giles boy and he'll be hanging from the chandelier shortly and we'll be going to get stitches and it'll be a whole thing. So 
in memoriam to Bo being a baby because he's now a full full fledged toddler. And then the last one, this is my, it's a happy in memoriam, which is odd. Uh, in memoriam to my street being torn up. Thank so you. So they are finally 100% fully finished paving my road. So all of WGPL, where good people live, Lackawanna, Wabush, Goodrich, uh, Penmokan, you can drive any of our streets and it is smooth sailing and it is fabulous. We're about to list our house again. So this is a huge help to us. But yep. even if you don't come say you can honk and wave, by, but just come drive down our road because in memoriam to, it's been over a year. They started probably February or March last year. So our street's been torn up forever. So I am ecstatic about that. So JB, let's kick it on to birthdays and anniversaries. Why don't you do birthdays? And then I got a couple things for fun to end it tonight. All right. Uh, today, uh, April 16th is when we're recording uh, probably the best call, the best uh, NFL football coach of all time, Bill Belichick, turned 68. Hmm, sounds uh, about right. Yeah. Is he older Here's one, than Saban? Yeah, which Saban is surprisingly older than I think most people think he is. But who, um, which one's older? Saban's in. Well, I, think, I don't know. I mean, I think, think Bill. Right around I think the, Bill's older. I'm gonna look. I'm check. Go, keep going. I'm checking right now. Yeah. So then, Dr. J. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is wow. uh, 73. Wow. You know, he wow. was such a part. He like. When you and I were growing up, he was on TV all the time. I don't, yes. I don't remember what. It wasn't like he was a prominent uh, commentator. He was or stuff. in True Beverly Hills. Then went <laughs> yeah. knocked on his door to sell him cookies. Yes, <laughs> and I think he was an airplane too. But yes, he was. Um, right, or airplane as well, not airplane. No, he, right. Maybe it was he was in. He was always, he was always around. Cameo, big cameo appearance guy. Well, because that was during Showtime in the '80s, and he was out in LA, and I think yeah. he was a noticeable, recognizable figure. So, yeah, you're exactly right. But 73, wow. Well, this one's the most surprising one. Martin Lawrence is 55. Oh. Maybe that's older than I thought. He's just so young and little. Like, you don't think he's of him, like, little. getting old. He was the Kevin Hart before there was Kevin Hart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, has some quick, comedy roots. Saban is older. Yeah. Saban's already 68. But so he turns 68 on Halloween. Okay. Um, Martin Lawrence has comedy routines that we can't repeat here, right? Correct. Like Eddie Murphy, dirtier than Eddie Murphy stuff, right? Yeah, Chris Rock. Uh, so tomorrow, Jennifer Gardner, uh, who, like, the the uh, Capital One commercials all seem to disappear. Like, we used to, Ugh, every fourth commercial was Capital One. She turns 47, which seems older than I thought she was. Okay, I thought that too, but then um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, they're late 40s now, which... Are they? Yeah. What year did Alias come out? Who knows? Wasn't that her first like, big role? Three? 17 years ago, so she would have been 30? Sounds about yeah. right. See, I thought that they were younger than us for some reason. I, did I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Goodwill Hunting was over 20 years ago. And I mean, they were in their 20s then, so they would have been late 20s at that yeah, point. Yeah, they were in high school. Yeah. So um, here's another. This uh, this one is surprising. Victoria Beckham is 45. So well, that seems right. 40 spice, right? Yeah, because they were they were like or in she, their 20s when I knew. Like 
when I was in yeah. high school. That seems about right. But so I was trying to think, was she married in oh, she to posh. David Beckham? What? She's posh. posh not yeah. Yeah. But um, was she married to David Beckham toward the Have end we... of toward the end of Spice Girls? So what was her name before Victoria something else? Yeah. Obviously, it had to have been. Well, they went by initials because there was two Victorias. Oh, okay. So it was like Victoria something, Victoria V, Victoria M. Victoria, I'm going to look it up. I think it was like Victoria M and Victoria. Well, I thought there was two Mel's because it was like Mel B and something. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. two Mel's, yeah. So, she, uh, so here's interesting. She is a celebrity who took her husband's name. Right. Which you don't see very often. Yeah, no, you don't. She was oh Victoria Adams. Okay, so but like no one remembers that. We all remember her as Victoria Beckham. Yeah, right. So, so that's, she got, that's really interesting. She married him in '99. Yes, and that then, was well before the Spice Girls. That was way after the Spice Girls. Yeah, Spice right? Girls. Spice Girls started in like '94, so about five years after. But okay. they ended early 2000. They weren't around for about five or six years, and I know they've made a couple reiterations. Like they've done some comebacks, but yeah. All right, and so the last one for tomorrow, and, and this seems a little young, but um, uh, I, I tie back to the WWF. Roddy Roddy Piper turned sixty-one tomorrow. That's it. Yeah, he's he's dead, so he won't turn that. Oh well, yeah, he is dead, but he <laughs> maybe he Wait, died what? at sixty-one. Okay, so that he must have died at sixty-one. So that's why. But it was his birthday. So that's okay. <laughs> That's Wait, oh yeah, he died five years ago. So he been sixty six, which still yeah. seems kind of I don't know. Look at Kyle knowing that he died though. Yeah, thanks for checking that. And then to, and then on uh, Sunday, Rick Moranis, sixty six. Okay, that sounds about right. Hey, so I read something really interesting about him the other day. Surprisingly, so. Right when he hit, like, when he was at the height of his popularity, when he was doing, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Little yeah. Giants, and then he disappeared. Um, he disappeared. Like, he just gave up acting. And I found out why. So his wife got sick with cancer, and she died. And he didn't want his kids to grow up without a parent being around. And so he retired from acting to raise his, I think it was girls. I think it was just girls. Two kids. She died in 91 and they have two kids. Yeah, so, so he made a couple movies after that and then realized, no, I want to be there for my kids. Like, And that was at his height, his peak. Like, It wasn't like he was on the down slope, but then he's getting back into act like he's trying to find more roles now to kind of resurrect um, a late career, which I thought was really admirable. Like, reminisce, it reminded me of Garth Brooks. I was thinking the same peak, thing. Yeah. At his peak, he, he gave it up to, to raise his kids, which is a, a really cool thing to do. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that. So, yeah, 66? That sounds about right. Yeah. He always seemed older than he was. It was like a young old. It was like a dorky old. So, like, yeah. dorky, yeah. Because he was Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's like what I was telling you the other night when I was watching those World Series games. Like, in 88, all the players looked like they were 40 to 50 years old. And they were right. like 25. Like they all look old. Even like in major league, like Harris, the pitcher, looks like he's 57. Yeah. But anyway, neither here nor there. 
Uh, any more birthdays, JB? That's it. All right. I got a couple anniversaries, boys. And so what I did differently instead of usually giving my little nuggets is I went back and I looked through my camera roll and I looked back the last couple years on these dates. So in April, last couple years, where we were or what we were doing. And this oh, involves boy. a lot of us, a lot of crossover, us being together. So last year, JB, we both were at the Masters. Yep. Around this time. And so you attended, was it Monday or Tuesday? I went Monday. Yes. And then I was there Thursday. So it was my first time going. Um, so just in a year, I mean, the Masters are going to be played in November. And so just last year we were at the Masters. So happy anniversary to me going to the Masters for the first time. It was also yep. Bo's first Thursday Night Live. Yes. So we haven't been to Thursday Night Live yet this year, but it was our first one. Connor, JB, and I are all regulars there. And so um, I was looking back, and so I was like, oh, man, this year it actually might be a blessing because he'd be a wild man there. He'd just be <laughs> everywhere. So it might be a good thing, like going up to everyone and every, anything else. So uh, two years ago was when uh, Bevin called teachers thugs. Oh boy. And so and that started the whole, uh, what pretty much got him, uh, didn't get him reelected was him coming at teachers and the way he handled that whole thing was awful. And then, uh, uh, JB, you have to help me out here. Connor was there, but it was uh, Tyson's birthday at Tin Roof. And remember, JB, you knew the guy in the band. Yeah, and you got him up. Yep. You got him, you got him up on stage. Oh, yeah. He did a. The, the pre-party at my house and then we all went there and you got him up and Tyson sang with the band and we had a group of probably about 20 of us and you got us the booths and so happy anniversary to that little soiree. What was and that? Then, two, you said two years ago? Yeah. yeah so 2018. And then nice. four years ago uh, was around this time was my bachelor party in Asheville. Oh wow. Um, which was a great time. Beer Olympics, a lot of uh, breweries. Uh, Kyle, JB, and I were there. Connor couldn't make it, but that was a really fun trip. And then also, boys, specifically Connor and I, or NJB, was, I know we'd all been prior to that, but when we really started going to the cliff regularly. Yes. So, so we had pictures from the mm -hmm. cliff and bringing our coolers and watching UK baseball out on the porch. So, that was four years ago, and then later in June was when we went to that uh, rainstorm game that we were there till two in the morning, and yeah. they jumped up, and Connor wore a salmon shirt, <laughs> and he stands out. So you can see me. Field. So uh, I didn't go anniversaries of things that happened through history, but I did a little trip down memory lane for us since we haven't been out and about to be able to do these things together. So a little, a little treat for you guys. So, um, anything else? Wrap it up. I think that yeah, we've had a nearly two-hour episode. Yeah, a little longer than we probably wanted to go, but like you said, JB, earlier, we haven't done this in a little while, and it's a bunch of people, a bunch of viewers were clamoring for more, and so I know they'll enjoy it. And especially being quarantined, two hours is a very small amount of time. Indeed. Uh, in in the next couple of weeks, but. Quick closing thoughts. I actually have some for this week. Um, I, I just want to encourage everyone to be continue to like to support and be cognizant of the decisions our leaders are having to make because this is not an easy situation. It's uncharted territory for everyone. Um, I don't envy them by, by any means having to decide 
when these things are opening, what's going to be closed, social distancing, Easter and police. Like it's just, it's a wild, wild thing. And so just tune out the racket. We talked a little bit about protesting and I mean, we live in a great country where we have the opportunity to protest, but I don't know if now is the time to be doing that. Um, we need to make sure that we're supporting people that, and entrust that they're making the best decisions that they can for all of us, whether that's local, state, federal. I don't think parties matter right now in terms of uh, politics and just um, just make sure that you're supporting your, and you're understanding that all of these things that are happening aren't being taken lightly. Right. And this is something that's always tough for me. I've worked on it and being a teacher's helped me a lot with it. It was just to be patient, like me more so and JB more so than most people we're out there. We're at places and we're at Thursday night live and we're going to breweries and we're around like, and to not be able to do that. We just need to be patient because it could be two, three, four months. We don't, we don't know. And so, but like uh, our governor always says, we will get through this. We will get through this together. And JB, like you're saying, kindness is contagious. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Wave to people driving down the streets. Talk to your neighbors from six feet or further. But um, just know that we're gonna we're we're gonna be fine. But just be supportive of those who are trying to do what's best for everyone. Indeed. Uh, All right. I felt good about that well, closing. It was excellent. Thank you. All right, boys. Until next time. Let's Have a great night. To it. Get to it. <laughs>
Till the land was forsaken Then they wrote it all down As the progress of man And daddy won't you take me Back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River Where paradise lay Well I'm sorry my son But you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's coal train is hauled it away When I die, let my ashes float down the Green River Let my soul roll on up to the Rochester Dam I'll be halfway to heaven with paradise wing Just five miles away from wherever I am Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lays Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away